0: Welcome to Hanging with the Brothers, sports talk from the fans' perspective. I am Paul Big Daddy DeMay, and alongside me are all three of my brothers. Woo! Hot dog.
1: Hot diggity dog. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Say
0: hi, boys. We got Dave. We got Jason. We got Mike. Oh my god! I don't know what to do right now. We got Paul. Well, yeah, you know, but, uh, but yeah, I'm glad we're all here. Me um, too. I'm so excited. We, uh, it's so, so crazy now when we take a week off and it just doesn't feel right. It's like, what did I do last week? I didn't know what to do because I wasn't on the show with you guys. Oh, no. So, oh, God. Yeah. So, uh, but I'm glad you're here. Dave, I'm glad you're here. You're probably the most important brother out of all of us.
1: Well, Appreciate that, Big Daddy. Great yeah. to be here. Uh, no problem. What an ass kisser. <laughs> so,
0: yeah, that makes me sad. <laughs> so now we're all important, for the most part. um So yeah, let's get this started, Mike. Let's do some pleasant pleasantries. We're, we're going to start with Dave because he's he has not he's not on the show all the time. So all right, Dave, how you doing? How you been?
1: Doing wonderful, Big Daddy. Enjoying Florida.
0: Hey, that's oh, that's exciting. That's <laughs> good. All right,
1: good stuff. <laughs> you sound went like- to the beach yesterday. Nice. Played tennis today. So you, uh, uh, Went for a run two days ago. <laughs> you got it packed in. Played golf three days ago. Mm. Just mm. enjoying life, Big Daddy. That's good. Glad to hear that.
0: Jason, how are you? Jason. How was your vacation, Jay?
2: It was great. I wasn't working, so that's nice. I also went to the beach, not in Florida, but in South Haven, which was nice. I also nice. played golf. Probably didn't play as well as Dave, but I did play. I did beat the three guys I played with, though, so I guess that counts for something. Good job, Jay. So I did not run, <laughs> and I have not played tennis.
0: <laughs> oh, God. Nice. All right. So, I'm pleasant. Good. Well, Mike, how about you? You just got back from vacation, too.
3: Uh, Yes, I did. I was on vacation last week as well, and I was also at a beach, if you want to call it that, because it's a lake. And lake beaches are not like ocean beaches. And it the water was about 30 degrees below zero, even though it was in the middle of summer. Because mm, I was up north. Not of that cold. Was, it was actually, no, not that cold, but <clears throat> cold enough to where there was shrinkage, if you know what I'm talking about. Very little. But anyways. <laughs> so, <laughs> because, Appreciate the visual. Okay. <laughs> but I did do a lot of walking and bike riding and a lot of... Drinking and sleeping, and Good. jet skiing, and boating, and uh, um, uh, all that. <laughs> whatever else. Yeah. Anyways, it was it was fun. It was relaxing, and I'm done. What do you got, Paul? Big Daddy. Nice. What
0: about you? Well, I was not on vacation. I did not get to play tennis, golf, run on the beach. Nothing in the last two weeks. I worked. Okay. So outside of that, I did actually do the uh, Quantify Fitness workout last week. Oh yeah, that's
3: right. You did that.
0: I did, and uh, my first time, and it it was pretty brutal. Um, I was not able to make it this past Saturday because of work reasons, but that's okay. Um, I am going this Saturday, and uh, we'll be going after that. So. So I. It is a a very, very, very intense. Intense, intense workout, workout. for so seven I, minutes it's an intense workout
3: the most intense how would you feel like three days after were you really sore dude i couldn't move i told you man you can't move this is the most crazy scientific workout ever and i bought paul for his birthday three months three months of intense workouts and then he's got to pay for it on his own so that's the deal boys
0: dude let me tell you something okay so you told me that yeah i would not be able to walk right the next day right okay I couldn't Sunday morning mm-hmm. I couldn't get out of bed I know it was I tough. literally could not get out of bed it, it was actually to the point where I was so sore for three days it was mm-hmm. uncomfortable
1: I know Just seven minute workout yeah yes well it's like actually, well, six life
0: <laughs> dude my life' it's actually not even that long
3: it's actually longer <laughs> it's about four minutes <laughs> the four to five minutes per um, body part that you do but it's on this big machine and it's a uh, very scientific. And it is the most intense it's workout you ever do. It's resistance
0: training is what it is. And it's, it is, but
3: it's also... Um,
0: it's brutal. It's brutal. It's a good one. But anyway, so... Cool. It's, it was great workout. I'm going to look forward to the next three months of destroying my body. I can't wait. It's going to be fun. At least I won't look like the way I look now. So, it's, it's all good. still, still got to do cardio, though. Absolutely. And, and an ab workout. So, I'm, I'm doing that. So um well good stuff i'm glad everybody's here we're gonna have doing, a great show i'm doing bicep curls right and now. uh um, let's talk a little bit about what we're actually doing tonight while mike's doing bicep curls with a uh, two ounce beer <laughs> it's so uh four. so we're gonna tonight we're gonna do uh we're gonna have the segment uh mike what just happened hmm exactly, what exactly Uh-oh. mike's back with his lost and found mm. shut the front door can't wait been
3: working on it been absolutely on it.
0: we got mm-hmm. dave with his segment the other sports yes Ooh. sir <laughs> <laughs> now we're going to do the michigan mashup we've got a few things to talk about and then the final take so mike why don't we get the show on the road and get this ball rolling really what are we doing what just happened i don't know tell me oh all righty michael so a couple of things that just happened, and Dave, I'm really glad you're on the show this week because I want to talk a little bit about what just um, happened. Your buddy Tiger Woods.
3: Oh, did something just happen with him? Well,
0: after winning the Masters, he took a month off. Mm-hmm. He gets to the PGA Championship, didn't make the cut. Mm-hmm. Takes a month off, mm-hmm. doesn't play. Plays mm-hmm. one tournament, whatever. Mm-hmm. Takes more time off, and then doesn't make the cut at the British Open. Mm-hmm. Am I correct, Dave? What ha- what's going on with Tiger? Have you talked to him lately? Can you, can you straighten him out?
1: <laughs> he called me, and I told him, quit taking so much time off. <laughs> but, I mean, seriously, it's,
0: it's you know, there's, there's major questions. What's next for Tiger and Phil in golf? Who's Phil? Phil Mickelson. Come on. Oh, no Phil? Come on, dude. So, Dave, honestly, let me ask you, going forward, in how many majors each year is it reasonable to expect Tiger to be a factor if he's only playing – three tournaments a year?
1: Well, I, I think it's more about his practice. I mean, he used to be a grinder. You know, he used to be on the range every day, playing every day, you know, when he was healthy. And, and he's had so many surgeries on his knee and a, several on his back. And you know, yeah, he can still play, obviously. You don't win the Masters without being a great player. But I don't think he is going to spend the time. You know, I mean, I think if he puts the time in, He can play well, but, um, it's tough. I mean, golf's one of the toughest games in the world, you know? And so I think it's hard no matter who you are, if you're not grinding it out there, you're going to have a hard time. And it obvious, obviously he he doesn't practice. He doesn't play well. So, um, but will he do it? Yeah. I can still see him doing, no one thought he would ever win the masters, you know, again. So, um, he can do it, but it's really up to him and his schedule. And I don't know who knows his personal life. You know, he's got a girlfriend, probably 10 girlfriends. So <laughs> <you know>. um, <laughs> so some of these, other than you being the expert,
0: some of these other experts um, have said that really the only tournament, m- major tournament he'll be um, competitive in is the masters. And that's just because of the course. He loves the course. He's it's his favorite course. He plays well there um and any of the other ones you might as well just count them out he's not yeah and those, those are the same
1: shot. experts that said he's not going to win again so no, you know this is true it's, yeah. uh,
3: Screw this. everybody must-
1: likes to jump on the bandwagon but the, yeah. the real fact is what's happening is he's not practicing and playing as much as he used to so yeah i think it's going to be hard for him he can do it but you know it's going to be few and far between and he's not getting any younger. I mean, that's another thing, you know, as, as we all get older, we all know it, you know, you don't recover as quickly. You're more sore your you know, a lot of things, your, your swing speed and golf, you know, oh, slow. He watch can't, it. He, can, he can't hit it as far as the other guys right now. So, you know, it's, it's all the above. So. You can apply yeah. for
2: AARP now.
1: Yeah,
3: well, you Boom. know, he should be doing TB twelve, and he'd be able to do all those things <laughs> like he used to do. Exactly. What you know, I was reading some earlier today okay, um, about Tiger Woods, because I was researching for my Lost and Found. I was going to do Jack Nichols, that Jack Nicholas, and uh, when I was reading through him, because there's a lot of things that I was wondering. I'm going to probably do him down the road when Dave's on, because I want to. I want to test you guys on Jack Nicholas, the shit that you're probably not going to know about it. It's kind of mm-hmm. interesting. I've changed my loss and final a little bit. Well, we'll talk about that later. Anyway, so I read this thing about Tiger Woods said that um, he said I've got forty more championship or um, um, what do they call majors. majors? Majors, yeah. Forty more majors in my life to catch Jack Nicklaus. Jack Nicklaus, and he goes, I'm going to be able to do it. So I think he's just picking and choosing what he's going to be good at, and he he wants to pass Jack Nicholas. You know, he's already passed him in major wins, and um, him and he's only one behind. Uh, Sam Snead.
1: You mean overall wins?
3: Overall right. wins, right. <clears throat> Jack Nicholas has 78, Tiger Woods has 81, and Sam oh. Snead
0: has 82. First of all, I don't know if I should be impressed that you know that.
3: <laughs> well, I was researching it today. I would not know any of that stuff. But I am uh, a sports genius. Anyways, uh-huh. okay. uh, I thought that was interesting that Tiger Woods said himself he's planning on catching and passing Jack Nicholas. Yeah. So if he's, if he's planning on playing 40 more majors, that's a lot. Well, it's 10 more years. Right. Yeah. So he said, he actually said that. 10 more years, 40 more majors.
0: That would make sense. For, that for, would be for uh, a year. For Good, a year. I um, Good math.
3: I totally am surprised <laughs> you knew that, Paul.
0: Yeah, whatever. Yeah, all right. So, all right. Well, I guess, you know, I mean, the major season's over for golf now. So you got, you know, a couple of tournaments coming up. And I don't think, I, I'd be surprised if Tiger even plays much more this year. But some of the younger kids, like this Shane Lowry, I've never heard of the guy. But just like the Gary Woodland, who, who won his first major and Shane Lowry won his. Gary Lowry. It's all about the young kids these days.
1: Paul, you know? they're both not young. Shane oh. Lowry's 32.
0: <laughs> well, he's so young. That's young to me. He's
1: been that's, playing for 10 years. That's, that's, I mean, young, that's young, young to young. you. And the other guys, Gary Woodland's in his, in his 30s yeah. as well. And, um, yeah, so they're not young. But yeah. it, it, there are a lot of good up-and-coming young players. I agree.
2: I mean, John Daly. <laughs> I mean, yeah,
1: he's younger. Fred, Freddy Couples. <laughs> they have young girlfriends. Yeah, I'm
0: sure. All right. So, all right. Well, you know, Tiger, if you're listening, you know, leave the girls alone and play golf. Oh, you're better God. at golf. Oh, yeah, jeez, ball. I'm just saying. So, so
2: what um, else just happened?
0: Well, what else just happened, Jay? Thanks for asking. Um, no so, so we got uh, a <laughs> we got the NFL training camp starting here in about a week. Mm. and one thing mike i don't want you to be sad already oh, and it's only training camp with, the, with your no boys worries. but one of your boys is is sidelined with a thumb injury
3: yeah i heard edelman's sideline, He'll edelman's side-line. I'm, I'm but, I'm, why am i worried about that
0: well because one you don't know how long he's going to be out two you also have Gron- gronkowski gone you have josh gordon gone again
2: <laughs> Who did nothing for them? Last Who did year, nothing by the way. for them?
0: Anyways, you got Sony Michelle and wide receiver Demarius <laughs> Thomas. Enough with that. <laughs> that um, means none on of a physically it... unable to perform list. Yeah, the pup list. That's the little baby puppies. The injuries should lead to extended work for young Patriots receivers that nobody's ever heard of. So, I guess you're TB twelve. Mm-hmm. We'll just see. I mean, I don't get. I'm a Brady fan. I love Brady to death. You know that. Mm-hmm. But. If you they, they go into season with all these injuries, Mike, you good, Paul, luck. good Paul, luck making a prediction. Paul,
3: you need to just shut it. Good okay. luck making the prediction. P- prediction is already there. I don't care who's hurt. Okay. Oh my God, Paul, seriously, <laughs> enough! <laughs> it's your damn patriot hating.
0: I'm not a patriot hater. I'm, I'm just funny.
2: saying
3: you don't
0: know what you're talking about.
3: You know how many in- of
2: these teams go into? I know. practice yeah. with all these injuries Jay. Like, i know. Well, I mean kidding. if they were season ending okay thank you
3: thank you jason I, th-
2: I think they'll be fine i know i know but they're not <laughs> like the guy from the dolphins who got his arm amputated you know well that's true <laughs> that,
3: that was bad that's, i would say yeah, i'll be worried bad. if edelman had his arm amputated oh my god that was horrible in an accident
0: yeah. yeah yeah so i'm just getting my they're riled not up. the lions so yeah i'm just getting mike riled up because it's fun Oh,
3: my God, Paul, I'm going to jump over that table. You know, we have to do this on actual live video so people can see what's happening in the studio.
0: No, I agree, especially as we get closer to football season. We'll see how many of these Patriots are actually able to play, you know. I mean, Gronkowski (laughs) will be on the beach somewhere. Demarius Thomas will be somewhere. Josh Gordon will be smoking weed somewhere.
2: (laughs) I read an article last week that if Tom Brady wanted Gronk to come back, he would come out of retirement. Yeah. That's what they said. He may need him to come
0: back. <laughs> he doesn't need him to come back. It may not even be a want. It may he, be a need. Dude, they want a Super Bowl without him. Let's go. Next next what what just happened? What else happened? So I mean, I guess I guess that's it, Mike. That's all that's happened in the world of sports? I mean it's baseball. You wanna talk baseball? No, thank you. Okay. You want <clears throat> we're already done talking golf. Soccer's over. Um, that's it. That's all we uh, got. Okay. Good so stuff. yeah, it was good stuff. So um, we'll talk a lot more NFL starting next week.
3: Oh great, I can't wait.
0: Yeah, we'll see how many of these little Patriot boys you know, Paul, get healed. Paul. I swear
3: to God, you and your <laughs> I, I don't even I can't even do it. Uh,
0: all right, let's move on, Mike, to your mm-hmm. segment. Let's do Lost and Found. Damn right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm.
3: Ooh, lost and found. Come on. Okay. So, boys and girls, Paul being the girl and my other brothers being the boys, mm. along with myself. Mm-hmm. I haven't done a lost and found in, in a millennium. Mm-hmm. It's been a long time because I've been refining it. And I've been memorizing everything in my brain for my next uh, lost and found, which is today. Right now. You are hearing it for the first time in I don't know a few months. So the question now is: Is I've done a wide array of different athletes and and, and athletic people and athletic leading people and who am, who could I possibly do now? Like who are we interested in knowing? Like they they were great in their day and then now what are they doing? What are they doing? So the problem I've had in the past is. Um, running over time, which I'm about to do now because I'm just rambling on (laughs) by myself. But anyways, uh, one of the problems I've had is, uh, finding what they do, what they're doing now, because some of these great athletes are just like hanging out, you know, and they're like speaking and doing stupid stuff. So I thought it would make it more interesting if I incorporated a lost and found facts, so, f- with every lost and found person, I'm going to do five lost and found facts. Okay? Mm-hmm. So, today, we're going to do Nadia Comaneci. Thank you. Um,
2: Who is that? Dave, wake up.
3: <laughs> Nadia Comaneci is considered one of the greatest... Um, one of Gymnast. the greatest gymnasts in the entire... Um, uh, world of l- modern living from back in the 1700s, she's the greatest. Uh, but, you know, so here's the thing about Nadia Comaneci. She was, when she started, she was 14. So she, and she in the 1976 Olympics, where she scored a perfect 10, she was the youngest female, or youngest person to ever get a gold medal. Okay, so that's not my... Um, Actually, that is one of my lost and found <laughs> lost, lost facts. Found facts. Much uh, more polished. So this is... Uh, uh, anyways, so so here's my number one fact uh, that, about Nadia Comaneci. Do you guys know who she is? Paul Jason, do you know who she is? Oh, you weren't born. Sorry, it's another not born... I have
2: no idea who, who she is. Yes,
1: I do know who she
3: is. I know yes, who she is. David knows, and I know Paul. knows who it. she is. So one of the things you guys probably don't realize is... How many? So let me ask you guys: How many perfect ten gymnastic female women gymnastic scores have there been over the years?
0: How many seven. perfect ten? 10? Perfect tens. You're seven. talking in each event, or you're talking like in seven women, Dave?
1: It's
0: Pretty close. Ball. Six. Uh, no,
3: eight. So Dave was close, <laughs> but uh-uh, <laughs> Nadia Comaneci was. Is has the the most perfect 10 scores. So you guys know that in 76, when she won that first gold medal, she scored a perfect 10. Did you know in that same Olympics, she scored a total of seven perfect 10s? Wow. Seven in one Olympics. Seven amazing. perfect 10s. It's amazing. Wow. She won Did three not gold- know that. Thank you. She won three gold medals. And number two, lost and found fact, is um, in the next Olympics in 1980, she scored two more perfect tens. She has nine perfect tens, the most of any Olympic athlete in the history. Hmm. And I'm I'm positive of that because I went through every single mm-hmm. every single Olympics starting in 1912. Is that when they started? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, third fact: She's the youngest gold medalist ever. I actually said that. I accidentally said that earlier. So that's we already knew that. Fourth fun fact, fourth uh, lost and found fact. Um, she was the first one ever, the youngest. To um, the oh, she was also the very first uh, uh, young person. <laughs> <on> the, <laughs> <laughs> she was the very first uh, person to score perfect ten in, in all these. Shoo! <clears throat> this, is, this is tough. It's so exciting because I haven't done this in a while. And uh, my fifth uh, lost and found fact is. Um this is interesting now pay attention so when she scored her perfect 10s in that Olympics the scoreboard only went up to 9 so it actually read 1.00 so it looks like she only got a 1 but she actually scored a 10
0: that is fascinating
3: is that fascinating uh, what's she doing now? That's the question. Right? We want to. We all want to know. That's what I was waiting for. <laughs> okay, so here. Now let me. Now this is. I'm trying to remember it because I did a lot of, uh, you know, searching and and all this. So, um, so, so what she's doing now is, um, uh, so, so right now, N- Nadia coming in. She. <laughs> Jesus. This is the hard part about this segment. Is. This is what... She's not really doing anything. She's still inspiring others right now. This is what she's doing.
2: <laughs> yeah, she's in jail like the other... I wish, because that would be way more did. exciting.
3: I mean, next time, it's all about jail, because I Cause did she that one. a cricket player? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the cricket player murdered his wife. That was a good one, by the way. No, I agree. Uh, anyway, so she is literally... Well, she knows she married Bart Connor from uh, Olympics. He was a gymnast. Mm. Yeah, she has, they got a 10-year-old son, but that's not, that's not a fun fact, or I mean a lost and found fact. <laughs> But anyways, uh, so what she's doing now is she is um, uh, she is a running. <laughs> I had this all lined up here. Uh, uh, she is uh, on the board of some kind of. It's just some kind of. Th- she's inspiring others. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what wow, she's doing now, and we are moving on to. The, I'm. I'm glad you guys enjoyed the Great. Nadia Comaneci really lost sound. found.
0: That was riveting. Thank you. Thank was, you, guys. Took me back to my childhood. Thank you. That was
2: perfect time. No, no times. problem.
0: Yeah. All right. So, are uh, you done? I think I'm done. <laughs> All right. Dave, save Very us. Very
2: inspiring, Michael. Right.
0: Are, you, are you ready for your segment, Dave? you going to... Yeah, follow that. You're going to save the <laughs> That's show not going to gonna be
1: easy to follow, Big Daddy, but I think I'm ready. All right. All right. Hey. Mike,
0: let's do it. Look. We got our football, our
3: baseball, our hockey, even basketball. But what about the other sports? Tell me about the other sports. We never talk about the other sports. No, we don't. I want to hear about the other sports. I want to know about the other sports. I want to learn about the other sports. Yes, I do. The other sports.
1: All righty, Dave. right, man, you sure you're going to be able to do this? Absolutely. I'm ready to go. All right. Okay. Well, my uh, other sports segment uh, for this show has a European flair to it. Um, Most of the uh, other sports I'm going to talk about uh, are in Europe. So... um, Then I kind of ended with a little college uh, information, kind of not really a sport, but something that I uh, I came up with as I was looking up some of these other sports. So I I think you'll find it interesting, some good fun facts, and uh, we'll take it from there, Big Daddy. Does that sound good? That sounds great, Dave. Sounds awesome. Awesome. Well, the first one we kind of talked a little bit about earlier is the British Open golf tournament that just ended uh, this past weekend. Uh, it was won by Shane Lowry. He is actually an Irishman. He lives about 100 miles down the street from the golf course. Uh, so that was like a big deal, you know, to win the British Open in his home land, uh, Northern Ireland. 100 and,
3: miles down the street?
1: Yeah, 100 miles, about a four-hour drive. <laughs> so, um, okay. so that was pretty exciting. If you didn't get to see it, it was the, uh you know the everybody was going crazy. His whole family was there. It was his first major, so that uh, that was the British Open this past weekend. Any questions about that, Big Daddy? No, no, no. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> now I know more about Shane Lowry. Thank you. Absolutely. So the next uh, sport, and and this one is uh, like ping pong, near and dear to my heart. Uh, it's the Tour de France. It's a bike race. In case you've never heard of it, uh, there are three big tour bike races around the world. Uh, One is the Tour of Spain. It's called the Vuelta a España. The other one is the Giro d'Italia. It's the Tour of Italy. And the third and the the biggest one is the Tour of France or the Tour de France. Okay. So uh, what you might not know about the Tour de France is and there's a lot of fun facts um, (laughs) and I've been to the Tour de France three times i've been uh, with a tour group and then on our own i've biked the same roads the same mountains uh it is like a religion over there i mean everybody comes out to watch old young towns close down when the tour comes through it's really an epic thing to see it's uh pr- it's pretty unbelievable to be honest it's 23 days of cycling 21 stages wow. so they get a couple of rest days uh in between there and, um, it, uh, it's very grueling. It's considered one of the hardest sports in the world. So any questions so far, big daddy? No, I'm good. I appreciate it. Good. Um, <laughs> of course, you know, Lance Armstrong was on uh, the tour. Now he was a, a big druggie, but, uh, I did get to meet Lance Armstrong. We talked a little bit about it when I was in Aspen, I gave him a golf lesson. So that was pretty exciting. Big daddy. That is but, very exciting. Absolutely. Moving on to the fun facts of the tour to France uh, each team is, consists of uh, eight teammates, so each team has eight cyclists, and there's a 20 to 22 teams in the race, so uh, you have you know, somewhere around 160 cyclists at one time, and we call that a peloton, so when they're all biking together, we call that a peloton. Okay. now each team has one leader who they think can win the race, the most well-rounded cyclist. Okay, so that's someone who can probably climb the mountains, is good in the individual time trial and so forth. And so all the other riders are helping this one person win the Tour de France. Hmm. Hmm.
0: Did you lead the the Peloton when
1: you were there? I definitely did not. No, I was in the back. I was just wondering. Yeah. So, uh, I couldn't catch them. So, um, (laughs) actually when we were there, we would go out ahead of time, you know, about four or five hours ahead of the tour, we would bike the same roads anywhere from 50 to a hundred miles. And then we would wait on top of the mountain and then they'd all come through and it was pretty exciting. So, um, another fun fact is there are four jerseys within the tour de France. There's kind of a race within the race. So it, it keeps more people involved. So there's, there's the yellow jersey, which is the leader of the race. There's the green jersey, which is the sprinter, which is someone who is probably a little bigger cyclist, who isn't a big, good climber. Uh, so there's a sprint jersey that you can win. And they have points throughout the race where you get points if you hit this, you know, you win the sprint for this day and so forth. There's the polka dot jersey, which is for the king of the mountains. That's where, there, again, there's points on top of the mountain that you race to and so within the race you can win that and then there's the best young rider which is the white jersey and so if you're the youngest rider and you get the most points throughout the throughout the race you can win the white jersey so those are just a couple of fun facts about the different mm. jerseys you can win within the race mm. so that makes sense yeah. yeah total sense, yep. total sense. Total great
3: total sense.
1: great so you guys gonna watch it well,
0: I actually had, I was watching it the other night for about eight minutes. And in that eight minutes, I saw a guy crash and he's supposed to be one of the better riders. And, and he's out for the whole race now.
1: Yeah. Sad. And that's one thing, you know, what's, what's challenging about the race is, yeah, you know, the winner obviously is the person who finishes the, the fastest, you know, so he, but the second place and third place, uh, the people that finished second and third, they're only like a minute behind two minutes behind. So if, if something happens, like you get a mechanical, you're, you're, you get a flat tire or whatever. They don't wait for you. So you have to get that tire change, catch Mm. back up Mm. and so forth. So there's a lot of strategy to it. You know, with, with a strong team, you can, you'll probably do much better because when someone is blocking the wind for you, when you are biking, it saves 40% of your energy. So, Mm, uh, to have a strong team, to have more, more people in front of you as you're going up the mountains and so forth, um, (laughs) is really important. And I think so, Uh, Right now, the leader, uh, they're on stage 15, is a Frenchman, which is great for uh, the Tour de France, uh, Julien Alaphilippe. So Mm -hmm. he is uh, leading the tour right now, and uh, so it's pretty exciting for France, and if you watch it, you'll see the crowds, and everybody goes crazy, and uh, so that's that's a pretty big deal. But So that's the Tour de France, Big Daddy, and I just want to give you a little bit of background, a little bit of info, a little bit of fun facts about the Tour de France, and what cycling is all about, and... A lot of Americans don't get into it, but um, if you knew a lot of the uh, inner workings of the race, it's uh, pretty exciting. I have a question. Go ahead, Mike. Can, can I
3: ask a question? <clears throat> I don't mean sure. to interrupt. Uh, it's very, it's very fascinating, though the whole Lance Armstrong thing. I mean, yeah, he, he did the drugs and stuff, but wasn't, didn't I hear? Maybe you and I were talking years ago. Wasn't there a lot of other people that? that were doing the drugs too, like he had to do it or he didn't even stand a chance? Wasn't that the, the case or no?
1: Yeah, and that's essentially why he started doing the drugs. When he, when he started doing the Tour de France, he had guys who were, you know, he, he had cycled with them in other races and they were, they weren't as good as him or some other people that he was riding with. And all of a sudden they're taking off and they're way ahead of him and his team and so forth. And so then he found out that, you know everyone is is doing this you know drug EPO or whatever you know mm-hmm. you know um steroids different things that they're taking and so it it's not a it doesn't um give him you know a leeway to do it but he did it just to to keep up with the people and there were several races like when they he won seven tours de france and when they tried to give you know they they got rid of his um uh, when they when they stripped his title from him, they tried to give it to the next person. You know, they give it to the person who finished second or third. It took, like, 35 people f- before they found somebody who actually wasn't on drugs. That's what I thought. Oh, yeah, that's,
2: that's crazy. crazy.
1: So, um, you know, and he's, you know, he's famous to say that, you know, he, you know, showed up with a knife and, you know, everyone else had a gun. So he had to basically start to do the drugs uh, to keep up and so forth. So... Um, again, doesn't mean he was right, doesn't mean it's a good thing, but when you see his finishes, even in all seven tours of France, I mean, the people that finished second, third, fourth, fifth were all just a few minutes behind him, so you know that everyone else was doing it, or he just would have, you know, been 20 minutes ahead of everybody. Right, right. yeah. So It's interesting. But yeah, it's uh, the, the sport itself, you know, for years and years was under that black cloud of everybody was on drugs, and um, unfortunately it, it, uh, it's not a good thing, but it's, uh, they, they hopefully have it cleared up now where people aren't on the drugs, but you never really know. Cause usually, you know, the doctors are ahead of the testing. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Wow. That's interesting. Yes, uh-huh. it is. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. So there you go, big daddy. That's the tour de France. Uh, and that's going on now. Uh, again, there's 20, uh, 21 stages. So we're on stage 15. So, there's still time to watch it on M- NBC Sports Network. All
0: right.
1: I'll turn it on. Great. All right. All right. All right. All um, right. So, staying in the European theme, um, my second sport, uh, it's a little unusual. It's something that Big Daddy might be in- interested in. And um, uh, I thought of Big Daddy when I saw oh, this sport. Jesus. Okay. It's be good. So, we <laughs> get it? Is, Sumo wrestling. Uh, <clears throat> it, well, you're very close, Michael. It's actually. Uh, <laughs> Turkish oil wrestling. <laughs> it, is, uh, it is a national sport in Turkey, and um, you're serious with this. The entire sport revolves around participants fighting to get their hands down each other's pants. <laughs> so it is men cover themselves with olive oil, and then each fighter wears a lovely pair of black hand-stitched. Leader is, is
2: that extra virgin olive oil,
1: Dave, <laughs> or just regular, like, light olive oil? It depends on how slick you want to be, Jaybird. Uh, okay. Yeah. Just it just depends. Bye. Uh, so um, each player um, wears a hand stitched leader hosen called a kisbit. Once the game begins, fighters attempt to pin one another down with the goal of getting a hold of the kisbit. <laughs> Don't worry. The rules say you cannot grab an opponent's balls or invade his rectum. So the first, first fighter to have their umbilicus exposed to heaven, I think the umbilicus might be the tallywhacker, loses the match according to the rules.
3: Dude, I can see why you thought of Paul.
1: Okay. So a 1,000 athletes compete in this event during a three-day tournament. So it's big hairy men oiling themselves down, trying to get in each other's pants. It's really exciting, Big Daddy. Pretty sure I will never be involved in that or watch
0: it. But that sounds exciting for those guys, I guess. I don't know. Absolutely. I'm sure it's exciting.
1: (laughs) Okay, moving on to uh, the next uh, European sport that I found. A little unusual again. It's uh, called Wife Carrying Championships, and that's out of Finland. And it's 40 couples... Uh, from seven countries, and what you do is you carry your wife. You throw her over your shoulder, <laughs> and you're, you're an obstacle course. No, you do not. I swear it's a real sport. This is okay. A, this is crazy. Now, Big Daddy, you don't have a wife, but you can carry Ollie, or no. you can carry uh, no. our sister. <clears throat> you can carry me.
3: No. <laughs> Mind you're doing that quantified fitness.
0: Um, you can do it. I'll find some hot chick on the street to pick up and carry. Just I'm good. Go
3: grab her and start carrying her. Exactly. Which way you Perfect. It? I'm going south. I'll take you.
1: <laughs> awesome. So uh, this year, a couple from Finland did win uh, with a time of 1 minute 22 seconds. So it must be a short obstacle course. But um, uh, I life through this course. And, um,
3: what the hell? Oh, my God. <laughs> are you kidding me? Is this made up?
1: This is real. This oh is real. God. Those are real sports. That's some funny-ass shit. Okay. So the next sport... Um, and this is one that uh, I kind of heard of. I mean, I don't watch. Uh, I've never seen Harry Potter, but uh, the sport of Quidditch. Uh, have you guys heard of that? Yes, my daughter is going to do a segment on that. Nice. Yeah. Should I not say anything then, Michael?
3: No, go ahead and say it, because she'll uh, <laughs> she'll do she'll get more in depth with it. So.
1: Oh, good. All right. Uh, well, it is played around the world. And actually, I found when I was researching, I saw that a lot of colleges around the United States actually play Quidditch on campus, which I thought was interesting. Yeah. And um, <clears throat> the, I, the matches are played on a large oval pitch with three ring-shaped goals at different heights on each side between two opposing teams of seven players Three chasers, two beaters, the keeper and the seeker. There's three different balls, the quaffle, the bludges, the golden snitch. The chasers and the keeper respectively score with the, and defend the goal against the quaffle. The beaters bat the bludgers away. The seekers catch the golden snitch, which wins the seekers 150 points. The team with the most points at the end wins the match. So it doesn't sound like fun to me. <laughs> but I thought you guys might find it interesting, and I'm really—it is interesting that people are actually playing that on college campuses. It is weird. It is strange. <laughs> Isabella
3: was telling me about it. My daughter was. She's like, it's like a. If you see the movie, and they're doing it in the movie, they're flying around and. Yeah, all that. how do they
2: fly in those brooms? That's crazy. I
3: don't think they're actually doing that in the college campuses. Oh. oh. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I don't exactly know, but okay. so moving on from my European segment, um, while I was looking up some of the colleges that were playing Quidditch, uh, I found some interesting and unique mascots, like, you know, college names like Michigan Wolverines. Mm -hmm. So Uh, can I go through a couple of those, Big Daddy? Sure, absolutely. Thanks, Big Daddy. (laughs) So what I found is in the same state you have the the regular college and then I found some smaller colleges that I thought had some really unique mascot names. So number 1 would be like the Oregon State Beavers. Okay? That's a pretty cool name, isn't it big daddy? <laughs> Uh yeah, that's a, uh, a great name. They have a beaver the on beaver. their helmet. I love, <clears throat> love the name. Yeah. Very... yeah, well, while I was looking for that, I saw that the Oregon Community College Harry Beavers were right, uh, <laughs> right by the the school there. So I thought that was pretty interesting. <laughs> have you ever heard of them, Big Daddy? <laughs>
3: no. 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 Well, I've heard of a Harry Beaver, but not of that actual Harry Beavers.
1: Okay. Uh, the second school is the Eastern Tennessee Buccaneers, and the the fun fact is that. There's a Western Tennessee Butt Pirates. I did not know that. Did you know that, Big Daddy? <laughs> no, I did not know that.
0: No. These are these are very interesting colleges. Very.
1: These different. are really good colleges. I mean, these are uh, big-time schools. So the third school is the Campbell University Fighting Camels. And the other school that I found that was very similar is the Campbell Soup College of Camel Toes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That that might be a college I'll want to go to.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think me
1: Absolutely. Too. That sounds like a really interesting college. You got soup and camel toes. Exactly. Yes, yes, you do. The fourth school that I saw, the Southern Indiana Screaming Eagles. You've heard of them. I mean that's a big time school, a great school. hmm Right. Well the the other school I found is the women's college of Asian massage screaming orgasms. <laughs> <laughs> is, that, is that Bob Kraft's favorite college? <laughs> Actually, oh, he uh, yeah, he actually his 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 <laughs> um his uh, statue's out front, so it's interesting. Right next to his Bentley. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> That's
0: funny.
1: The, ne- the next school is the South Carolina Gamecocks. Now I know you've heard of them, Big Daddy, oh, right?
0: Of course, yeah, absolutely.
1: South Carolina Gamecocks, great school. Now I-, I think I remember back to when you applied for college, Paul, and I do remember that. This other school I found, I think you went here. It's the Central. <laughs> Carolina Boner University smallcox <laughs> Dude, come on. That's not I, real. I, I Do you remember be, that?
0: No, no I, I must have been drunk that day. No. Come
1: on, Big Daddy. I remember you applied and maybe something <laughs> about something wasn't small think you enough. Did. Yeah, I, two, remember. I remember no, that.
0: I that. That was a while yeah. ago. No, I, you're thinking of some other Big Daddy, not me.
1: All right, Big Daddy. Well, those are my schools that I found. I thought it was really interesting, and those are the other sports. Next time I'm on, I will uh, talk about some ping pong and some other things.
0: All right. All sounds right. good. Dude, nice job. That was incredibly interesting and funny, and I don't know what going On to the schools. Michigan mashup. Exactly. So, all right, let's move on. Right. I'm getting told to move on. Let's move on. Let's move it time on. for the Michigan okay. mashup. <laughs> This is tough tonight. <coughs> All right, Michael.
3: <laughs> I punched it in early, so I heard I was talking and you coughed and eh, whatever.
0: Okay, you never will take any time off.
3: <laughs> <laughs> whatever. Uh, we're, we're, we're rolling, dude.
0: Oh, we are. <laughs> we <haven't> been- <laughs> I thought you were restarting it. Hell, why would I do this? This is funny. Oh, for God's sake. This is Can we just stuff? end the show? Uh, this has been one of those nights. Well, <laughs> no, it's going good. I mean, seriously. Come on, we've had... I'm this- sitting here that- thinking you're... Re-
3: <sighs> Dave and I have had the two best segments outside of Jason's top tens ever.
0: Uh, I don't know about <laughs> yours. <laughs> oh, come on now, people. That's questionable. <laughs> it is. All um, right, so I guess we're in the Michigan Mashup right now, huh? Why not? You want me to start over? No, I'm good. We're we're rolling. So, um, so yeah, not had a lot to talk about in the Michigan mashup. Other than, uh, <laughs> uh, other than, um, Jay, what did you mention today earlier about the Tigers?
2: I don't know. I have a few things I can bring up about Michigan sports. If you uh, want me to, yeah, absolutely. Let's do it. I mean, you no, brought you've up the been Tigers earlier. Quiet. So it's your turn to talk. Yeah, I brought the Tigers earlier. Um, obviously, they're having. A very difficult season. They were able to break the 30-win mark yesterday. Woo. Is that a lot? No, oh. it's not.
3: I mean, how many are they're the, they normally? 28,
2: they're 28 and a half games out of first place. Oh, that's a, that's a lot. Solid. Yeah. <laughs> so they're saying this could be one of the worst Tiger teams in history. In history? If they keep wow. at this pace. Even though the ones in the early 2000s when they lost 120 games or something. I don't know. Oh, that seems worse than 28 games. Yeah, I don't know. But they're not playing very well. They need to hopefully dump some of their talent that they do have and get some draft picks or something. Can can they get some help from the Franklin
0: Patriots baseball team? They
2: need totally Lance anything. Parrish back. <laughs> Lance Parrish actually coaches the West Michigan Whitecaps. So Hey, I'm the one that makes Just, up the
1: names, not you. Okay. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> Those
3: were made-up names. I knew it. Oh, that yeah, was some good stuff so, in that segment, dude. So, all right, well, that's good yeah, stuff. Yeah, t-
2: Tigers are just struggling. Okay. Um, there's been some talk that, the, the big con- or the big talk up here is they just extended Al as who's the uh, the GM. They just extended his contract, which is pretty surprising considering how terrible they are, and he mm. really hasn't done anything. So, oh. mm. awesome. Be ready for a few more years of terrible tiger baseball. Wow. Well, all right. Well, I'm kinda of used to it, so I've only had um, like four years in my a, lifetime. Yeah, true. Um there was a little news about the Hip Pistons uh last week. Um, <sighs> to talk about Blake Griffin potentially, you know, getting traded. Who? Um Joe Dumars. Do- yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, Vinny the microwave Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> There you go.
3: Now I know who you're talking about.
2: <laughs> James Buddha Edwards. You want anyway, to keep going? Hey, I, I know the whole team. <laughs> hey, I met the <laughs> microwave at one
0: of Mike's shows.
3: What? And yeah. what? Really? For reals? Mm-hmm. When? When? when, when? when Dude, it was like 30 years ago. <laughs> oh, those were good times. I had some good shows back
1: then. The Shake. <laughs>
3: yeah. Oh, that wasn't my Chippendale show? No. Where I was at Chippendale. God, no. Oh, it was one of my rock and roll shows. Yes. <clears throat> the Shake. Was it a Shake show? No. Oh, okay. It was just regular. Might Anyways, can
0: we move on, Jay? Sorry, <laughs> sorry I brought
3: yeah, that up. I mean we're
2: talking Michigan. So to your point, Big Daddy, there really isn't much going on in Michigan right now. Yeah. Sports wise. Most of the teams suck. Um I did see that some sports writer picked the Lions to go three and thirteen, which I kinda think is a little ridiculous. I don't think they're gonna be that bad. No, they might win. Yeah. I
3: think well you know they
2: you know their number one free agent
0: they signed, Trey Flowers yeah. for ninety million. He's hurt. He's on un- the physically unable to perform to perform list
3: dude that means uh, nothing this early come on man you and your pup list
0: things yeah they don't dude it mean, means he's not going to be in training camp and he who knows what's wrong with him it means a lot
3: he just means he he's older and he wants to take a little rest leave the guy alone
0: anyways Cry so they'll line. win four games so whatever i think
3: four <laughs> i say four is good when well, there's other michigan news isn't there and didn't the um the you so, know, footballers have a yeah, they
2: had the Big Ten Media Days in yeah, Chicago. Media Days. So Harbaugh was there. D'Antonio was there from Sparty. Um, D'Antonio. Little controversy around Harbaugh. He made a few comments about Urban Liar from Ohio State.
3: <laughs>
2: nice one.
0: Well, one uh, of the one of the comments <laughs> I saw he made said that Urban Meyer has been very successful. Yeah, it was everywhere he's gone. But controversy has followed him everywhere, also.
3: Yeah, I mean, he was very complimentary. That's a true statement. It's very true. It's very
0: true.
1: All he did was state a fact. He didn't. He didn't diss Urban Meyer. He said he's a great coach. He's a you know he's won everywhere he's been. Yeah, and and he controversy follows him, which is the case. It's an absolute truth. So people can just shut it, man.
3: Go blue.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh! Um. Uh, <laughs> so that's what happened at the Big Ten Media Days.
3: <laughs> this is good stuff. Uh, so
0: we are not allowed taking more time off, you guys. Sorry. Can we, take, can
3: we talk real quick? Oh, no, are we done with the Big Ten ma- Michigan mashup now? The, um, sure. Okay, so we're going to Wisconsin game. Yes. In Wisconsin. Yes. Yes. Right. So I also have news for you guys. I don't know if you. I, th- I know Dave knows. I, I did a text. But when I was in, on my vacation last week, Jennifer, my, my wife's niece, mm-hmm. gets season tickets every year. And she walked out into the living room and she had all the season tickets for this year. And she was rubbing them all over her body. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, mama. Mm-hmm. So she said, which game would you like to go to? And I'm like, "I, I uh, yeah, in the 50-yard line, 30 rows up. Every, every year she gets them. So next year we're going to the Penn State game. We Are we going to another game <clears throat> this year? We can if you want. We got tickets. A home game. If we want to do it, she gets six tickets. So Middle Tennessee have. State? I don't want that one.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't think I want that one.
3: But what I'm saying is now every year we have tickets. Well, I can call her and I'll say, can we go to this game? Are the tickets available? Because I'll get them first. And then we we'll we have fifty. No more searching for tickets and sitting up in the in the corner of the end zone anymore. Now it's going to be. What, 50 when have I
2: gotten line. tickets on the corner of the end zone?
3: I'm not. I'm saying that our seats that we've had normally have been awesome seats, but now we're going to have fifty yard line
2: seats. Oh, that's pretty cool, right, Jay? I guess I've said the fifty before. They're okay.
3: Oh, you don't you don't
2: like them? Yeah. I, I mean, there them. were only. Didn't you tell me though there were only three tickets available? Six. I thought you said three, so Paul wasn't going to go.
3: No, that she gets six. <laughs> uh, <okay. laughs> uh, but we're going to do a. I'm, I'm bringing the recording equipment to Wisconsin, and we're going
0: to do a. Um... Apparently, I'll be in Turkey watching the oil wrestling. <laughs> I think you're going to be. Aren't you? Aren't, well, you com- aren't you competing? I'll be at the Camel University. Thank you very much. Oil it up. <laughs> Seriously, okay. um, that is awesome. Though that it you know we can get tickets like that every year. Yeah, if we every want year. Them. That if is awesome. We, if yeah. we want them, I mean that's good stuff. Yeah, it's good stuff, man. We need to go to uh, another away game, also not this year, but like next year or whatever. Pick another away game. Yeah, I think those are gonna be fun. Those yeah, away games. That's gonna be a lot of fun. Yeah. Apparently in Wisconsin, we're gonna get marshmallows with coins stuck in them thrown at us because we're opposing fans. That's what they do. The students uh, is it quarters or pennies or? Well, I I don't know. I just so was told that. Collect them. And, and as it gets oh, closer to, to like November December, um, they're frozen, so they hurt more.
3: I think that should be illegal, man.
0: But they they do that. They, they put coins inside marshmallows, and they throw them at the opposing fans. So just be prepared, boys. Can't might, wait. Might want to bring long, an umbrella.
1: As long as they don't mind me throwing them back, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, I'll be throwing them back too.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. So all right well let's get uh let's get this show finished up this is our it's best segment the been, michigan <laughs> mashup was our been, best it's one it's been an interesting too. one so yeah. let's move on michael let's do the final take. So. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Be all righty michael So, it's been a uh, very interesting show so far, without a doubt. Probably a little bit the craziest one we've had. You're not allowed to take any more time off, Mike, Dave, or Jason, since I was the only one actually here and working. Um, But, so my final take this week
3: (laughs) Dave actually doesn't live here. Yeah, no.
0: Neither (laughs) Neither, does Jason, but you know, whatever. Um, So, my final take this week, I was watching, so yesterday morning, I was, uh, I woke up and I was sitting on the couch and I was bored because it was pouring rain and had a lot of things I needed to do, but, so I turned on the show E60. Mm-hmm. On ESPN. Yeah. And it had the um, Madden 20 is coming out soon. Mm-hmm. And it had the uh, the ratings and how these players get so hyped up. Mm-hmm. And, and mad about the ratings. I saw something about this. So they, so they had the, uh, the Madden ratings adjuster team. Mm-hmm. There's actually a team now of, I think, eight or nine different people that they, they are the ones that determine the ratings for these players. And they actually will go to the games, and they will sit there, and they will take notes, and they, they do adjust them weekly now. So, but some of the players, it's just hilarious how intense and upset they get When their rating is a little bit lower, and I just thought that was funny. I figured it'd be something to talk about on that committee. You'll never guess who's on that committee, Michael.
3: Oh, dude, Uh, let me guess.
0: Take a guess. Who's who's your favorite running back of all time?
2: Um, Donald Trump.
0: Oh wait, Barry Smith. Smith. Barry Sanders. Barry Sanders. His son. His son is on that committee. He's not in football. He he left football. He's yeah.
3: He's on the committee now. He's
0: on a committee for Madden ratings. Barry Sanders Jr. Yep. I thought
3: he was playing for. Uh, he was playing for Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, but I think he graduated. They didn't play
0: pro. No, he's not good enough. He wasn't very good. Really. So anyhow, he's so Barry <laughs> Senior, that's for sure. Yeah, exactly. So anyway, so I just thought it was interesting the way they actually determine the ratings and 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 everything and how they get this committee. It's kind of like the college football committee that you love so much, Michael. <laughs>
3: Great final take. You
0: know, and uh, and then my only question to you guys is. Uh, the Madden 20 or the Madden curse. You know who's on the cover this year? Hmm. You guys know? Well, the,
3: the curse didn't work out last uh, year.
0: Patrick Mahomes. Yes, it's Patrick Mahomes. So is he going to be cursed? Well, Tom Brady wasn't cursed last year. Tom Brady wasn't on it last year. No,
2: no, Paul. Yeah, let's find out year. after I pick him in my fantasy team and see how bad I beat you this year.
0: Well, it was
3: last year or the year before Tom Brady was on it and they said, uh oh, he's not going to be and they went Super Bowl. They went Super Bowl again. They went Super Bowl again. Anyways. Anyways. Last year. That was last year. It was last year. That's why I said. He was yeah, I don't believe that like, stuff. I don't believe that stuff.
0: Yeah, I don't really either. I hope it's true, but it's <laughs> now it's one one in like every eighteen that's on the cover doesn't have the curse.
3: So Tom Brady just happened to be the one. Yeah, Tom Brady <laughs> just
0: happened to be the one. Must be TB twelve. Yeah. Anyways, I, know they I talked
2: about Matthew Stafford. I think he was ranked like a seventy nine or something, and people are all upset up here about that.
0: Yeah, I'm like uh, he's underrated. I think he's way better than that. Yeah, like chubitsky, Chicago's quarterback, was rated like a 72, and he's like, why am I even on there? Why am I even playing? It's not even okay. worth it.
2: He sure retire. <laughs> exactly. He deserves to be but 72. But I do think it's cool, though, because now everything's online and it updates weekly, Yeah. So, which they've never done that before, which is kind of cool.
0: Yeah, which is what they were talking about in this story yesterday, which is how they, you know, and these guys, I mean, that's what they do. They get to go to these games and sit there and watch the games and then talk to the players and see which players are mad at them, and then they can adjust their ratings.
2: So if the player's not not happy with their rating, then play better.
0: Exactly. I mean, and they'll sit there and they'll go, well, you know, um, what's the uh, running back for – I'm drawing a blank right now. The running back for for something? Ezekiel Elliott. Yeah. So last year they showed that – because they started actually doing the weekly ratings two years ago. But um, they showed that he jumped a guy, so they bumped his – agility up like two points for one week because he was able to hurdle a guy oh my god so that's the kind of crazy things they do
3: i wonder what they would how many points they would give give you for your oil wrestling your turkish oil wrestling
0: i don't know i'm not gonna do it so no I don't know. points for paul I don't know. please do it no <laughs> please do never, it never we will, gonna
3: literally we will record a podcast while you're doing it and we uh-huh. will all talk about it
0: and yeah all right so um <laughs> great show you guys we're gonna get this finished up what I mean, just I need, when it was getting good, I need more drinks. <laughs> so, uh, great show, Dave. We're glad to have you on. Yeah, Dave. Of course, Jason and Mike also. Yeah,
1: great to be here. Thanks, Big Daddy.
0: Not a problem. <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, Look at Jason, just you can on. you can still find us on Facebook at, at Big Daddy Sports Minute. I have I have yet to create the new page. Just been busy. Not on vacation. Sorry. So, uh, find us there. Find us on Twitter at h. WT Bros, it's been a couple weeks. <laughs> way, I to remember. way to end it. <laughs> yeah, good one. Yeah, so uh, you can also email us hangingwiththebrothers at gmail.com Still waiting I'm for that one. I'm shipping olive email. oil. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, a lot of fun. We'll do it again next week. Big Daddy's out.